Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. Warbyparker.com covered. Uh, this podcaster named Sean Allen. You know this song, right, Isaac? Oh, this is my cousin, Dom Kennedy. Really? I did not cousin. know that was your cousin. That's my boy cousin, yeah. Really? Oh, shit. This is perfect. Really? This is, and this is actually my favorite song from him. Wow. And I literally just told him that like last week. Wow. Deadass. This is the first song I heard from him. Yeah, it's Gold Alpinas, right? Yeah. Look at this. That's so crazy. I seen that picture with him. Yeah, me and his mom are like too close. Like me and his sister are like best friends. Really? Literally, I talk to her all the time on FaceTime. Wow, yeah. I did not know that. Look, the song is appropriate because that picture, I did not know that was your cousin. I know yeah. him forever. And we in Lamert Park, so. Yeah. Wow. So you got a rapper cousin. Who else? Your dad is a fucking. Raider. uh Raiders. NFL. And he's getting that pension. Okay. <laughs> and then I'm getting the pension. <laughs> are you really? Shit. <laughs> Shit. But listen, if you are new here, follow wherever you listen to podcasts, rate five stars. Isaac Lawrence, welcome back to ASAP. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You know what's funny? You're the only person who have recorded in both studios of mine. Well, there you go. Oh, Wow. I just thought, shout out to you for that. Shout out to you for that. Exactly. And uh, shout out to you for, you know, you bought me an amazing gift. If I had a, a camera crew here, you guys would have seen me. Because <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm a fake tough guy. You know what I mean? When this nigga comes here with a nice ass fucking box with a gift. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Nobody gives me gifts. Well, you know what I mean? And then what he got me is something I have already, but a different color. So, like, it just works out perfectly. Actually, I bought a brown uh, Fear of God fitted. That would go perfect with that. There you go. You know, so it just works out. It's a, it, I'm going a, I'm to a post a picture of it. And I, you guys probably seen it before if you guys see me out. It is a, I don't want to call it a fanny pack. We call it a body bag. Okay, we're calling it a body bag. Yeah. Fancy leather. It's, it's fly as fuck. It's not casual. It's dressy. It's luxurious. It's actually... Mm. Because I was wearing the black one very casually, but then it just wasn't, like, hitting right for me. Right. And then when I started to dress it up, I'm like, okay, this is how I'm supposed to wear this right. item. This is a luxury item, mm-hmm. and I'm supposed to wear it like this. Right. And it just worked out. And now I got a brown one, so y'all about to see me with my bag. Um, Hopefully the summer, the sun will come back so I could be out with my uh, right. cut-off shorts on right because it's crazy hot. Cut-off shorts on right because it was crazy hot. ASAP, another Sean Allen podcast. But you are a clothing designer. You've been in the game for some years now. You're a native of LA. I was really, really trying to like tap in with like entrepreneurs, uh, tastemakers, people who are from the city, mm-hmm. natives, and just like again provide space for us to. Because I'm an entrepreneur too. I'm a business person too. Just provide the correct safe space for us to kind of promote, express our thoughts, you know what I mean? Um, the pros and cons of entrepreneur. Everybody thinks because you're an entrepreneur and you're a business owner that it's just like all gravy and glamorous. That shit is really a lot of work. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Paying people, paying for supplies, trying to make your shit look a certain type of way. With all that, like, what are the things we're looking forward to with the Solomon Lawrence brand in 2023? 
I would say, what are some things to look forward to? Like, we're really, really trying to push women's wear. Okay. You know, 85% of the customer base so far has been men's wear and men customers. Right. The total vision is to just be a all-encompassing brand, right? Right. You know, I never want to just be stuck in one box because I feel like as a designer, I want to be able to showcase my talent in so many different categories. Right. Whether it be men's wear, women's wear, active wear, swimwear, bags let you know accessories whatever the case may be right um so we're we're diligently trying to move into the women's wear space but you know it's a numbers game you know it really is it's a numbers game and you know when it comes out to you know our men's wear we're comfortable with providing you know that service and those products because we know that we have a fan base of customers who are going to support right when it comes to women's wear, we're still trying to identify who that customer is. Right. You know, who they are, where they work, where they live, what is the body type, you know, all of that stuff. And, I'm, you know, I'm confident that the designs that we have for women's wear will be successful. It's just about building that target. I mean, building that customer fan base, you know, because it's a lot of money up front. It really is. I, I'm so, I don't know nothing about fashion and clothes, but I'm assuming that it, it costs more for like women's wear or clothing or no, men's wear is more expensive. Really? Absolutely. Absolutely. Men's wear is more tailored. Women can get away with. Oh. Yeah. You know, well, cause women's wear you can, you can fit about maybe two to three sizes per garment. You get what I mean? You yeah. can be a two, four, six and still fit this. It'll just be looser on this side as a, uh, as opposed to really tight on this side, women's wear is way more expensive. I mean, way, way cheaper. Wow. You know, well, certain pieces because the majority of women's wear is, you know, bodycon or, you know, made with spandex or latex and can stretch and give. Men's wear is not like that. Men don't want to expose their bodies in those ways. So. I'm not a fashion person, so people listening. I don't know nothing about fashion. I got those sweats in a t-shirt now and a fitted, and that's what I wear every day. But I did dress up for the Golden Globes. Okay. Um, and what I did notice, the fashion trend that a lot of women had on was, and it wasn't, um, I hope I'm saying this right. They had on, like, oversized blazers, like men coats. Okay. But it wasn't over their gown. That was, like, their. The look. Yeah. With so no that's pants. a thing. Yeah, with no pants. Mm-hmm. That's a thing. Or did it always go away? Or was it always a thing? Um, or is it something like that comes comes and goes? I feel like it's been a thing for like the last three years. Okay. I think it's been a thing since the last three years. I know Normani wore something like that to right. a red carpet. I think, was it, the, it was like the gala or something like that. But yeah, like the oversized blazer, no pant. With some heels. With some heels, yeah. And then another thing I noticed with guys is like a, a boxy mm-hmm. blazer. Mm-hmm. Like, not so much tailored. Okay. Maybe it is tailored. I don't know. But mm-hmm. um, I've seen a lot of guys with, like, boxy suits. But, okay. like, not baggy, but boxy. You know uh, what I mean? Just a very straight cut. So that's a thing now, too? For them. <laughs> it's not my style, but. Okay. But I, I, I haven't seen it. in. A, I mean, I've never seen it before like that. And I feel like I've seen. So it if you guys look at Shirley Ralph's uh, Instagram, I was at her luncheon that she had a couple of weeks ago. Her son Eaton had on a like a boxy suit. It looked really fly too. But so anyway, I just noticed like it kind of reminds me of like the eighties. Of course, it reminds me of Frankenstein. <laughs> it does with the yeah, very boxy. Over the years, you would show sketches on your Instagram mm-hmm. of you designing gowns and dresses and shit for women. They're coming to life, or yes. have they always been there? No, so. The sketches that I've designed, I've actually made those pieces. Okay. Those are, like, the majority of the dresses that I've made thus far has either been, like, private clients or, like, prom girls or something like right. that. So, yeah, those are handmade. When it comes to um, anything outside of that, it's trying to plug it when it's the right time, you know? Right. Um, you know, we've been in discussion about women's work for, like, the last year. Wow. Yeah, it's it's a process. Wow. But everything is contingent on where you, I mean, you know, resources and your financial resources and where the state of the business is. Right. You know, uh, because before even going into women's wear, there's a lot of testing that has to happen. 
So that's like, you know, fittings, you know, tailoring, you know, you want to get your sizing, your fit specs, right? All of that stuff has to be completed before actually releasing the piece. At least that's how I do it, right? Right. Um, you know, because one, it's an experience, you know, it's a more of a contemporary price point. So for us, we want to make sure, you know, we hit our targets the first time around. Right. Who's the ideal client? Oh, this is such a good question. <laughs> oh, my God. I have these questions with my friends, and they ask me this all the time. So here we go. We're going to put it out in the universe. Okay. Um, My girl is Zendaya, Normani, um, who else? Storm, Um, who else? Waste. The girl Storm or the X-Men? No, Storm Reed. She's, okay, a, yeah, she's yeah. an actress. Uh, I think she was like on Grownish or something. She's dope. She is on the new movie with Nia Long, mm-hmm. uh, Missing in Columbia. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, see. I like going <laughs> Who else? I would say Tiana Taylor. Okay. Obsessed with her. Um, Lori Harvey. Of course. Of course. She's a fashion girl. Um... Else, I would say, hmm, I gotta put somebody else out there. Um, I think there's some some good ones. Okay, I got some good ones. So all those women kind of had have different. Oh, Sierra too. Okay, I can't forget about Sierra. They all have different body types. Yes, Daya is tall and like thin. Romani is short. Sierra is athletic. Solomon Lawrence have the range. For, Absolutely. Okay. We got the range. I'm gl- I'm glad you named those women and didn't say, and we love Holly Berry, but people always go to like Holly Berry or right. like Nia it's so Long. so cliche, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You named some it's some young girls. You know what I mean? Some mm-hmm. girls who's doing their thing. Zendaya is like a fashion icon. You know, I mean, they all are in their own right, but Zendaya really got her finger on the pulse when it comes to, like, fashion and looks and red carpet, her photos. She photographs amazing. Mm-hmm. I almost feel like she probably got a team specifically for fashion, fashion, how to take photos. Oh, and, she does. Yeah. You know who leads her, her team? Who? Law. Oh wow! Oh yeah, he gets her together. Oh, she hits every time oh, she steps not, out. Does not miss. She never misses. Mm-mm. Who else? I feel like. I mean, none of the girls miss, right. but Zendaya. Every time we see her, it is yeah. He gets her together for sure. Yeah, every time, every time. Um, Sierra. I mean, they, they all, they all. You know, Lori Harvey. I don't feel like Lori Harvey is all of. Mm-hmm. The fashionista, I feel like right. Lori Harvey is more about the visibility and just like this mythical creature. Mm-hmm. But she's gorgeous, but I don't know if she's known for her fashion. Is she known for her fashion? Uh, yeah. Oh, she, she is. is. She is. I think she's more emerging, though. Okay. She's more emerging, but people definitely follow her for her for her style and stuff. They don't follow her because of who she's dating? Ooh. <laughs> uh, sure. <laughs> you know shout out to Lori, Lori Harvey though okay so of all those girls you named Normani yes. Sierra Zendaya um who else Lori yep you named somebody else Tiana Taylor Tiana Taylor get her. who are you you could only pick one if I could only pick one <sighs> golly that's hard honestly I would say Tiana Taylor Tiana Taylor why Tiana Taylor? I, I feel like I've, I, I mean, I feel like all the girls are organic and I think they're all genuine. But I think out of all of the girls, I feel like Tiana Taylor may be more supportive. And I don't want to say that because, again, I don't know. I haven't done my right. research. So I'm like, I don't know who's really supporting black designers. Right. But I know that Tiana Taylor does have a lot of people that are on her team that are black. So right. I just feel like that would just be a comfortable space to be in, you know? That's really, really interesting. Tiana Taylor, she is very artistic. Mm-hmm. She's very. She seems like she's very hands-on. Right. 
she's fashionable. I mean, and then I think that she is kind of one of those artists or those figures or whatever we're calling her. Cause she said she don't sing no more. Right. She retired or whatever, right. but she's one of those people who, um, she got her finger on the pulse as well. She's really embedded in the culture, though. Right, 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 right. You know, to what you were saying, you know, she support her whole team is black. Mm-hmm. She's creative. She got a lot of creative, great things going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do feel like she's she would be very vocal if right. you were to right be on her team. I, and, and I, I think you know, there's no slight to the other girls, but I know that you know, watching Tiana's story, I feel like she really, really started from the bottom. Right. You know, and I feel like, you know, I mean, her music is immaculate, right? Yes. Albums are crazy. But I feel like she knows what it, and granted, all the girls know what it feels like to work hard. I get it. But it, I get I, it. I get where you're going. I, you know, there's a there's a level She's of, intentional about yes. how she works and how she moves and how she supports black artists and businesses. And I think the best, I think the, the the biggest takeaway is I think she knows how it feels to be underrated. Wow. You get what okay. I mean? I think yeah. she, and if, when a person knows what it feels like to be un- underrated, they can be empathetic to others who may be underrated. Right. As opposed to, I think, Z- granted, Zendaya is like top five girls that I would want to work with at some point in time. But, you know, I think, Zendaya is is a hundred percent respected in her craft, right? I don't think there's any dispute about that whatsoever. Um, same thing with Sierra. I think all of these girls are really respected. Tiana Taylor is respected in her craft, but I definitely right. feel like, you know, she could have she could have received so much more, you know, praise and recognition for the bodies of work that she's created. And you know, I think one of the reasons why she decided to retire is because of, you know, the resistance when it comes to like being in the industry and so on and so forth. So, and I mean, she said it too. She's this so interesting. We're bringing this up because she said the lack of support that she was yeah. getting when it came right. to music. And then when she announced her retirement, everybody was like, Oh my God. Eh. Right. And I'm just like, that niggas wasn't buying her shit. Right. You know what I mean? Speaking of support too, how do you, do you feel like black designers or black businesses Okay, so I'm answering my own question, right? Because I know that we don't get enough support. Right. But, like, what's the disconnect with people? Because your shit is fire. You should be, you know, styling everybody. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, what, like, what's the, the... The disconnect? The hurdle, the disconnect. It's a psychological thing, to be completely honest. And, <clears throat> you know, I have patience. I have patience, and I, and I understand. I mean, I went to school, so I know, like... The, the psychology of our people. I understand right. like disparities. I understand yada, 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 yada. So I get it. I think that um, one of the biggest disconnects is, you know, I think because we've been so drilled to think this is value for, I mean, you know, even in school and stuff. Right. We're not really shown in those ways, even in, you know, superhero movies. So it's like, they're just now starting to have black superheroes and stuff. Right. So I think when you have a, you know, I think when you paint this picture of what luxury looks like for so many years and so many generations, you know, it just becomes innate, you know? So then when someone goes against the grain, like, oh, no, like this is, could be considered luxury as well. There's a there's a lot of, you know, it's, a, it's like a lot of backtracking that you have to do. Right. So, you know, I say that, um, you know, being an American, everyone associates luxury with foreignism. Right. right? Oh, it's not luxury unless it's from Paris or London or, right. or yada, yada, yada. And we could be using the same suppliers. Yeah. I know for a fact that my boxes came from the same supplier as Christian Dior. Wow. And YSL. And so, but... Yeah, so that's just the biggest challenge. And I think for myself, I think my biggest mission is to, one, redefine what luxury looks like. I went to college for fashion. I've interned for designers. I've worked in corporate, right, from the business side, from product development side to, you know, the creative sides, styling sides, e-commerce. So 
we have just as much education and experience as our counterparts. Right. Probably even more. Most likely even more most of the time. Well, I, I'm, I can completely agree with you. I can yeah. completely agree. Um, but, you know, sometimes when you're going into these spaces, people already have an ideal price point where they want to label you as, right? And for me, I feel like it's a, an issue that when someone says, who's your favorite black designer, everyone just goes to Virgil. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's the, who else? <laughs> Do you know any other black brands that have gotten to that point? And you, and I feel like that's a problem. But if I ask you, um, who's your favorite rapper? We'll be able to tell you. You can give me a whole list. Who's your favorite athlete? Black athlete, black rapper, black singer, black dancer. The list goes on and on. When you get to who's your favorite black designer, it's one. Right. So, yeah, I'm trying to. Do you, so, okay, so you said something interesting. You said mm. luxury. Like the face of luxury is mm. these these European brands. Mm. Is that because, okay, so they're not made no different than your shit. The quality is the same. Mm. But does that have a lot to do with, like, the legacy and as long as they've been around? Absolutely. I was, and the, well, the thing is this, it's no secret that, you know, <clears throat> black people are not born into wealth, right. right? For the most, for the most part, black people who are successful started from the bottom, right? And they've built their own wealth over time. You know, um, these, these fashion brands and stuff, they've been around for hundreds of years. Right. But, you know, we don't. I mean, what black family do you know really has a legacy? So I know that me, you know, starting a fashion brand, I'm already light years behind. Right. Because that's the light years of training. That's light years of, you know, building that customer base, you know, and so on and so forth. So, but I mean, it doesn't discourage me. I definitely feel like, you know, I've been an artist my whole life. And I know that I'm passionate about what I'm doing. I'm good at what I do. and, And I'm talented in what I do. And, and I'm not concerned about competing against other high fashion brands. I feel like for myself, I just generally want to provide a service right. and make an impact. Um, and eventually that customer will follow. Omar underscore from underscore the underscore Bronx. What inspires your creativity and who are a few of your favorite designer influences? Okay, so what inspires my creativity? So that's everything, honestly. Um, The environment, rain, uh, music. Not rain. Yeah, like I, I, I was literally like chilling in the car and like rain was hitting like the windows. And then I created like this whole um, strike off, which is like a print with just raindrops. Like, oh, I could do like a nice oh, wow. rain dress. Yeah. Like someone was like, oh, look at this ladybug. Built a whole collection off of just ladybugs. So Wow. Yeah. It, everything. Everything. I was on a plane and like we were crossing like these tundras with all these tumbleweeds and grass and stuff. I'm like, oh, I could do like a nice burlap dress with twill and a skirt and yada yeah. So, Wait, you're talking Chinese now. What the hell is burlap? Oh, so burlap is a fabric. So, you know, like, <laughs> burlap is, like, what potatoes used to come in back in the day. Oh. That real heavy, rough. Yeah, like a yeah. potato sack. A potato sack, right. Oh, shit. It's burlap. Okay. So Wow. So, I like to play with my, my materials and fabrics and stuff. Okay. Omar, from, that, was a good, that was a great question. Was I was just like, I didn't know what burlap meant. Is that a big deal that they have downtown L.A.? Is that, like where people go yeah for sure also it's a that's a huge deal it's a huge i mean that's that that is one of our uh, people fly here to go yeah 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 yeah. people fly here for that and it's right down the street so wow (laughs) i did not know that what does support look like like from your people from your community is that because i as a business owner and again i said at the beginning of this episode you're one of the only people that came to okay you're not the only people but you're you did episodes in both studios so you've seen my business and you see my business expand over the years right what does support look like from your community are um so i would say support is not always finances it's like it's not always someone paying or buying something um you know support is you know spading the word right you know considering me for projects a retweet 
a retweet, a like, engagement on a post. Yeah, for things that cost you nothing. Right. You know, oh, you're in the room with so and so or whatever case may be, and oh, like we're considering working with some designers. Uh, have me be on the forefront. Right. You know, let me be. You know, whatever. Um, what else? You know, sending me fashion references. I get that a lot in the DM. Like, oh, this is cool. You maybe you should recreate this or re-inspire this. Oh, this new trench coat from so and so and so and so. You know. So I get that all the time. Those are those are things are just as valuable to me as someone actually purchasing from the brand. So, do who purchases your shit though? Like, is it yeah. your friends? Is it people you know? No. How do you feel about that? I would say, you know, we've been in business for four years. I would say, <laughs> out of the hundreds of orders, I may have gotten maybe ten. From people that I know? Wow. Hundreds. And you've been in business for a minute. Mm-hmm. You've been on every TV show. You've been in movies. And so what is that? Like, 10, how does 20, that feel? 10, 20. Um, you know what? And and God rest um, his soul, AJ, I had this conversation with him. Right. And he said, and I told him that. I'm like, you know, AJ, like, you know, it's crazy that all of the support that I get online is from people that I don't know. And he said, and, you know, I looked at it, it was like a negative thing, you know. And he said, you're blessed. That's wow. a good thing. Can you imagine there's more people that you don't know in this world than the people that you do oh, know? Oh, wow. I never looked at it like that. Mm-hmm. So he said, you know, and it's easier to acquire the people that you do know that you're familiar with as opposed to connecting with someone that you don't know um, because they don't have any other ties to you. So that speaks volumes to your product that you're selling as opposed wow. to, yeah. So when I looked at that, I looked at everything completely different. I said, oh, maybe you're right. But that's one of the conversations that we had. But here's the thing, though, too. Like, buy something. Buy something. A, a pair of socks. Yeah. A T-shirt. And, well, the thing is this. You know, as as an entrepreneur, as a starting business, you feel the weight. Yeah. You feel the weight of of. Let me, cause let me cut you off. Yes, because we're in two different businesses, uh-huh. but we do this for our people. Mm-hmm. We do this create spaces for our people. Mm-hmm. We do this to inspire our people. Right. We do this with our people in mind. We're intentional about what we do. Right. I create content. Right. Whatever you are, you create clothing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. You we 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 want to inspire our people. We want to let our people know that you don't have to go to a white person to, to, you know, get your luxury Mm -hmm. top or Mm -hmm. your luxury bag, or you don't have to go to a white person to, we got, we, everything you need, we have, you know what I mean? We created the stuff. We created these spaces, these platforms for our people. Mm -hmm. So that kind of does sting a little bit. Oh yeah. It's extremely just, I'll tell you this. I've went into spaces for me. It's never been about the money. Right. Right. You know, the financial, the reward, that's the byproduct. Right. You know, I've went into the spaces and I've spoken to buyers and 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 store owners and hey, we love your stuff. We want to take your labels out and we want to put our labels in and we'll sell it. We'll market up three hundred percent, right? So now right. they're selling my jacket maybe five hundred dollars. They sell it for fifteen hundred, but it's their label, right? It could be so easy. You know, that's a you know that's a good twenty thirty thousand dollar check just off of that one style. And for myself, it be. When I had that conversation, in the back of my head, I felt like I would just be letting my people down right. by doing something like that because, you know, I, I want to get to a place to be to turn around and say, you know what, we can make it too. Right. You know? You want somebody to stand on your shoulders right. from the work you've done. Right. But it, it kind of sucks, though, when you are not getting that support or that proper push from Right, you're in the store on Melrose, and that's a Italian that saw the vision, that saw the quality, that was like, "Hey, man, this is what we need to do." Why haven't I went to? You know what I mean? So I went to Melrose, and there was a black store. Okay, and I went in. How long ago was this? This was right before Fresh Prince. I mean, the Bel Air. Um, right here. This is maybe maybe two weeks before. Okay. I go in there with a whole report, um, you know, snippets of the show. And I went to go speak to the business owner because they, they did consignment and they did stuff like that or whatever the case may be. Went in there saying, okay, this is the, this is like our report. Um, 
the products that sell on Melrose, yada, yada, yada. And I want to work with this black business. I waited outside. Um, the owner knew I was there. And I waited for an hour and a half. Wow. And sat there in the store just waiting. Oh, for them to say, oh, well, he he's busy. And I've actually, that was my third time trying to meet with him about putting stuff in the store. So it's 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 it can be exhausting. It can be exhausting. But meanwhile, I go to the Italians and they put any anything I bring into the store, they, they put it in. Right. Whereas for other, you know, they actually they have to evaluate right. does this work? Is this on brand? That's what they do to their Italians. So that's yeah. Fashion is yeah. Their shit. You yeah. know, quality yeah. is their shit. Like And they have two stores on Melrose now. Yeah. Um, booming business, right? Um, a staple you, on Melrose. Yeah, well, they're one of the longest standing stores. They they have retail stuff in their store for four or five thousand dollars. Um, so they do really, 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 really right, well. Right. But you know, th- there's a thing called like deferment of responsibility, right? Right, where everyone says, "Oh, well, the next person will do it. The next person will do it. The next person will support. The next person will support." But you know, as a emerging you know, entrepreneur and as a startup business, we feel the weight of that, you know, responsibility. Oh, maybe the next person will do that. And and unfortunately sometimes we are deprioritized. You know, right. we are at the the bottom of the totem pole as far as support. Um I would say the current customers, they've all been like like an affluent group of black people. I kinda like follow their stories and stuff. You know, business owners, real right. estate, you know, uh hospitality um you know music industry whatever the case may be um and it feels good to know that you know i don't have to leverage or pay someone to convince them to support and buy the products that they buy and you know the average order maybe six hundred dollars right and it's not like oh i saw so-and-so wear this but you know the, the that has that had to be built over time, right? So now it's like you know, literally, since we've started, we've had one return. Wow! And I the thing is this, it's so impactful that I know exactly who that customer is. I know exactly what was returned, and I know exactly why it was returned, right? Because it was the instinct. Was- it's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. WarbyParker.com slash covered. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 
too short. The person who ordered the pants, they wanted the thirty, the thirty-two inseam, and the inseam was too long, right? So, and I, and that was in two thousand and nineteen. What's your re- what's your return policy look like? We got eighteen days. <laughs> no, y'all, y'all got it. Eighteen days. Yeah, hurry up. SolomonLawrence.com. SolomonLawrence.com. Well, so let me tell you my story. I opened a space up in Lamert Park on MLK and Crenshaw. A podcasting network.com. You do ADR here, voiceover, content, whatever you want to do, right? I got a space downtown that you've been to. I got a space right here on Crenshaw MLK. I opened it for the sole purpose of creating space for my people. You know what I mean? Uh, I want to be with the black people. I want to mm-hmm. let the black people know that they don't have to go to Hollywood to get this type of service, to get this type of product, get it in the neighborhood. You know what I mean? Right. My. I was conscious and intentional about my price point, you know, operating business over here. I've been here for a year, so I'm doing well, but the the type of support is just like the shit I got to cut through to kind of uh, mm-hmm. people want to negotiate the price all the time. You know what I mean? Uh, you're too expensive. I'm already cheaper than market rate because I'm over here and I'm trying to service my people. Mm-hmm. But these people... Got, we got the money to pay for the product. Of you know what I mean? But they, everybody's trying to lowball you or trying to negotiate the price. And, you know, that comes with business, right? I'm not mm-hmm. complaining about that. But if I'm telling you my rate is $800 mm-hmm. and you say that's too expensive, but then you go across the street mm-hmm. to this white man and you give him this, the money you should have gave me mm-hmm. and you're not getting as much mm-hmm. that I was offering you. Mm-hmm. Like, wh- like, what is that about? The name, and it's the same thing with fashion. Yeah, it's the, it's the you're paying for the name because you feel like the name is what's going to bring you that you're, experience. But it's you, it's you, the person who brings that experience, and that, right. I think that's just where the disconnect is. You know, I feel like for your service, like you, I mean, I definitely can tell that you put so much time and money and resources into your business and your vision and stuff. So you know, I'm a hundred percent in support. Right. Yeah, and, you definitely are. And I just feel like. I don't look at the, well, as an entrepreneur, I look at things differently. Right. I don't look at, it's not smoking mirrors to me. Like, I feel like, let me look at what is actually going on. What is the content that they're creating? Like, what are the, the, the questions that they're curating? Right. You know, how attentive you are as a, you know, as a radio personality or whatever the case may be. I think those are the things that, that you need to be cognizant of. Not how many followers you have, not how right. many views you have. I think that, that will come, Sure. So, here's the thing. Everybody who knows about L.A., you're a native, I'm a native, it's expensive. Yeah. You know, um, so the biz- my business pays for itself and I profit off of my business. Right. But um, this space is not operating the way I want it to be. Okay. I want it to be a black space. And right. I'm to the point now where I will be having white people up in here. Of course. Where everyone want to pay for the service. Right. Because it's just so much... Um, Nigga shit. <laughs> yeah, well. Too expensive, or can I get this, and yeah, can I, I get that? I and, get it. You know, and it's, uh, I get it. I mean, you go through the same shit, right? Do I? <laughs> I get it. And then when you pop, like, you know, you did your shows, you do Fresh Prince, what else, Ray J, Princess, the big supporters of yours. Mm-hmm. When people see that, they're like, oh, okay, well. And now it's okay to support. You know what it's I mean? okay, people are followers. I have, I mean, I I'm not offended by it at all. But I didn't. Why did I have to put my famous friends and my shit? Before why did you. my shit have to show up on TV? Before, for you to support or for you to recognize the talent or the value. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because people are followers. Is that just a black thing, or that's everybody? Um, we. I say I'm black, so I only can talk from a black experience. Well, this is okay. This is no right. This is how I feel, and I like to look at it this way. I like to look at it through like an optimistic lens, so it doesn't right. really discourage me. But I feel like you know, when it comes to resources, we as a people, we may have limited resources, right. and because we have limited resources, we have little opportunity to niggas, bargain. Li- niggas don't have little limited resources when the time to buy some Jordans or this stand in line for some shoes. But the thing is, but but the thing is this, when they are buying those things, those those brands have already amassed legacy. To, they're, they're already legacies. Yeah. So it's like they're not gambling. Right. If, okay. if you have if, if a person only has a hundred dollars 
Are you going to invest in an emerging business? I mean, you feel like you should. Right. It's your people. Because okay. I feel like this. I'm going to invest... I'm going to invest in a business to where I know at some point they may be able to reinvest in the communities that I come from. Right. right? But not everyone thinks like that. But I think about the future. Right. And what me investing in this business, how is it going to impact, you know, people in the future? Because I may say, oh, maybe I may have a child one day and they may they may want to be a radio personality. Right. And if we don't have those and we don't have those those outlets, they're going to be like me because I didn't have I didn't have an outlet really. Um, when it came into this fashion space, I, right. the, the person that I leaned on was Octavius. Yeah, you know, I was his intern, but you know, I don't know where I would be if I didn't have that internship. Right. I don't. And and when you think about it, it's kind of scary. Right. It's kind of scary. I'll be running around chasing my tail, you know, wanting to be something. Because the thing is, you know, people don't know what they don't know. Right. Right. And if can you imagine someone saying, "Oh, I could be the best football player." In America, but if you don't have a football and if you don't have a football field and you don't have, you know, the training equipment, you will never know. Right. So I feel like that's kind of it applies to us as well as if we don't have the resources. So I want to invest in in entrepreneurs that can create those resources in their departments. Right. You know? What would Isaac Lawrence tell his twelve year old self? I would tell my twelve year old self that, um. You do have what it takes. Um, um, don't be apologetic about your gifts. Um, you know, do everything with intention and for the right reasons. Right. Um, and stand on what you believe in. What would support look like from, besides financial, right? Because that's, we want mm. people to buy, 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 buy. Right. But from your friends, your family, your your peers, people in the community, people we know, what would you want the support to look like? I would say the support that I would want is to do your research. <laughs> do your research. You know, niggas is allergic to reading. Okay, do your research. <laughs> research. Right. You know, I think from, from myself, this is not like a pick-me situation. I have a book club because okay. niggas don't read and niggas don't research. Do your research. <laughs> In 2023, we got to do better. I'm going to get a shirt that just says, do your research, <laughs> right? So when you're leaning on and when you're gravitating to these businesses, first and foremost, I don't want anyone to just support me because I'm black. You know right. what I'm saying? I'm not a charity case. Right. Right. Um, and I think that, you know, support my business because I'm good and I so happen to be black. I think that's the way people need to look at it. And what I mean by do your research, you know, you know, I don't fit everyone's aesthetic, and I'm not trying to. Right. But for the for the customers or for the the spaces I could fit in, just consider, do your research. Oh, you know, like what what is the success record? You know, like what what is customer feedback look like? Okay, let me actually look at the quality of his stuff. Like, okay, let's see what placements he have. Yada 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 yada. Just do your research. I think when people do that, then you can start to create your own level of value. Because I can say that so far, this hasn't been like a, a it's not a clock brand. You know, it's right. not like a, we have. A screen print t-shirt and. No, <laughs> definitely not that. And we, and I mean, we haven't really had the opportunities to work with Kim Kardashians and this person and, right. and, and, and Beyonce's and yada, yada, yada. Hey, wait, I, I'm cutting you off. They work a lot with Laquan Smith, and that I love him. He's one of my favorites. Shout out to the Kardashians for that. I, because I, I could not thank them enough for, wow. for supporting him. I and like, him it's enough. not just a one bam thank you man no. type of thing. He's been with them for years, and his stuff is immaculate. Yeah, he's so that that was one of my influences. People don't know that. No, a lot of people don't know that. Mm-hmm. Laquan Smith, he's love been, him. and he's not a he's a designer. Yes. He has a line. Um, luxury, but it's yes. kind of affordable, right? It could be affordable. No, no, it's up there. How much is it like a dress? You probably looking at maybe seven, eight hundred dollars. Okay, yeah, it was always that price point. I don't know. Okay, I don't know, but it's definitely scaled to that. Like, I, I looked at one of his, like, I think he has like a bag called like the whole bag, and I think it's like two thousand dollars. Wow, yeah, but shout out to the Kardashians for, um, you know. Being aware and just helping that black designer and keeping him 
Mm-hmm. I don't know if they keep him. I don't, I don't want to say keep him in business or whatever because he's great yes, alone. Right. But no, but it, their support, them supporting him, gives the people under him faith to right, keep going. Right, right. So they, by them supporting him, it gives me fuel to keep going. Like, okay, there is people out here that will support us with the fucking global brand. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Charlotte from New York. Okay. Who's your dream male client? Who is my dream male client? Give me. Dead or alive. I added that part in. So give me alive to give me dead. That's hilarious. I mean, obviously Michael Jackson. Really? For sure. Like my jackets are very, like, they're very eclectic in that way. So I think, and I mean, he's, he's like the king of biker jackets. Was he a fashion person? I I think that. I don't know if he was a fashion person, but I think that he had a presence on stage. So if I seen somebody with like the, am I gonna want to wear what Michael Jackson had on? Yeah, there was a he had an aesthetic to his. It, correct, like when you think of Michael, when you think of Thriller, you 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 remember those pieces. Yeah, and I just want to be remembered. Wow, Usher is another one. I would love to dress Usher. Like I went to his concert in Vegas, beyond. Be, really? The thing is, so I was with Dom Kennedy's, his sister. Um, so we were sitting, and she was so pissed at me, right? She was like, I cannot believe we're we're at this concert together, and you're not even, like, paying attention or whatever. And we're sitting right next to each other. She's going crazy. She's dancing. She's singing all the songs and all that shit, right? And I'm sitting there, and I'm, like, in a trance. And her mom is right next to us, too, and and she's like, oh, I'm so mad because you're not you're not paying attention. I'm like, are you kidding? Like, I'm analyzing everything on stage. Everything is right. my name. Everything. Is, I'm like, I can literally close my eyes. I can tell you every outfit that he had on. From the beginning out, from the first outfit to the last outfit, I can tell you what he had on to this day. And that was in October. You know? Is he is he known for fashion now? Um, I don't know. You know what? I don't know if he's necessarily known for fashion, but... I, me going to that concert, I can see that he works so hard, right? right? Like, to the bone. Like, everything was, I mean, to the millisecond, everything was just so on point. And I feel like for myself, I I want to gravitate to hard workers, right? I want to gravitate. I think those are my, my fashion influences. Right. Um, you know, so definitely Usher. He had this the biker jacket on with, like, this... Like these beaded fringe, um, like on the sleeves, and it was like, it was immaculate. Like the belts, it was it was really really nice jacket. So alive, usher, dead, Michael Jackson. Okay, then okay now if I'm thinking of like a, a fashion influence, um, I would say give me Chris Brown. Is that is that unexpected? What do you mean? Is he a fashion person? Hell yeah, Chris Brown puts that shit on. You don't think so? I've never thought of Chris Brown and like how he dressed. Uh, yeah, like Roper was like I don't I don't know if you remember like this plaid button up shirt that Chris Brown wore on like one of his stage. That business blew up after that. Wow. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was expecting you to say like Pharrell or something. When I think of fashion, I think of like Pharrell as a person who I can see that. But I think for well, you know, Pharrell's not my like that's not my age group, you know. <laughs> He's, he's the, that's not my age group, and I think Pharrell is more avant-garde okay. as opposed to like more ready-to-wear pieces. What that mean, avant? How do you say that? Like he's avant-garde. How, so, what does that mean? So avant-garde is more like your. It's more of your, like fantasy clothing. It's more um, stuff you can't buy in a theatrical. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, not. It's not really intended. They're definitely showroom pieces. Okay. Right? They're definitely more showroom. It's nine chances out of ten they're not really practical, right? Like you know, like when Pharrell wore, wore that top hat, that was like that was way, Vivian Westwood, right? Right, way to the like it's a dope hat. It makes a statement, um, but it's not really a practical for everyday. You're not gonna go see no one walking in Target with that type of hat on, right? So you know, love Pharrell, but I think you know, yeah, he's more he's more runway. He's more runway. And I feel like we're more ready to wear. Okay. Pharrell, Pharrell is out. Chris love Brown him. is in. We love Chris Brown. <laughs> I want Chris Brown staying. Really? Hell yeah. 
Get him in one of these tracksuits. It's done. He actually has one, by the way. But you know, Mr. Chris Brown, we know you listen to ASAP. Why don't you throw that on? Right. Make go. sure you tag my boy on a post. Thank you. You know what I mean. What do you think about Kanye West in this fashion? <sighs> what is that called? Is that style called like the clothes? The way the clothes look looks like like institution clothes or oh institution. You know how the clothes look like. I feel like Skims kind of look like this too. I guess they, you know, Skims Kim Kardashian. Yeah, right, shit. right, 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 right. Very like plain, but very like oh, like very oh, very modern. Very like okay, modern. muted, muted. Um, yeah. What's the um, word I was thinking of? Uh, like the Soviet Union. Is oh, I see. What it reminds me of. Like, There's no real personality. Yeah. Well, I, the thing is this. I think the, the market. I feel like Essentials is like that too. No, it is for sure. Fear of God, yeah. But, but you know what? It's, it, they're, in my mind, they're very safe. They play it very safe. Wow. You can't go wrong with a solid color. Everyone wants right. a solid color. Um, so I definitely feel like they play it safe. I think. Kanye's, um, well, obviously, I do feel like he's a genius. I, I, I love the product that they create. Um, I'm not too big on the marketing strategy. I think like the the last strategy when they threw everything in trash bags and they were like, oh, they're customers. That was stupid. Yeah, when you have your customers who are spending three, four hundred dollars on stuff, they gotta pull it out of a trash bag. I just, from a principal standpoint, I just, I couldn't, I can't really get with that. You know, right. I feel like we want to service our customers and we and we want to be able to provide an experience. Yeah, and pride. Not let me pick some shit up off the ground. But people was picking the shit up off the ground and digging through the trash bags. People was doing that. You know what it kind of reminds me of? What? Uh, Bad Baby. You know who the the one that was on? Uh, the Cash Me Outside? The Cash Me Outside girl. Yeah. Like how she made a brand off of just being disrespectful. Right. You know what I mean? Like, and the more disrespectful she got, the more people just flocked to her. Yeah. And like even her, you know, follow my page, you stupid hoes, or whatever the case may be. And people, <laughs> and people were, was following the page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was very, it's a, that, I relate, I kind of correlate those two the same. Yeah. Right? From a fashion standpoint. Well, listen, it is. Of black people's concept of luxury, you know, we definitely need to change that. And like, what does that mean to you as a fashion designer, as a person with a line, as mm-hmm. a person that's been in business? What does that mean? Because, okay, so let me tell you my experience. Right. I'm going to let you talk. <laughs> I'm going to give you my experience about <laughs> my bag, my body bag. It, the compliments I get from it, the, you know, it's the design, the hardware on it. It's a luxurious, I had to wear it different to kind of, for it to stand out. I had to wear it as a luxury product. Right. You know what I mean? I was wearing it casual, but when I dressed it up with a suit and wore it to the Golden Globes, <laughs> to my own or whatever, <laughs> at, like it felt like, I'm like, okay, this is appropriate for this. Mm-hmm. What does that mean though? Like to you, like luxury? Cause you're a luxury designer to me. The box is, that box was exciting. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that really was. Well, um, what does luxury mean to me? I just think that, um, well, obviously you you have to have the talent, you have right. to have the skill because they're they're one in one. But I think it's just luxury is how much you you're you're investing in it is that you're trying to sell, right? Right, and you know I think we do a good job of painting the picture because ironically. It's crazy because when I was in college, when we when we did our business plans and when we said, okay, so w- that was one of our one of our senior products. We had to do a business plan and we had to say, okay, if we started a clothing line, what would it look like? Who's the demographic? Who's the customer? Where they live? Where they shop? What do they do for fun? All of the analyst, all of the breakdown, right? And I've been able to tackle the the customer, and I've been able to to I've been able to capture the customer that I spoke about my senior year, right. And the thing is, you know, when these customers are posting online, they are they're pairing the product with Celine, with um, Alexander McQueen, wow. with Louis Vuitton, with Prada, with yada yada yada. Oh, I just bought like for example, one of my customers was like, "Hey, you know, with those olive leather pants, like, oh, I can I can wear that. I'm gonna go buy these Prada boots for your leather pant. You know what I mean? Um, so I would say that it's just the level of detail that you're putting in your product. Like, what is your product being you know packaged in? You know, how much, you know, how is the product being displayed? All of that stuff. I think that contributes 
to luxury. How does it feel when somebody's pairing a bag or you know, your olive pants to the Prada boots or the... It's it's so... That's actually really dope. It's Me crazy. saying that back to myself, I'm like, oh, shit. No, no, it's it's the weirdest thing. It's 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 the craziest thing because I used to fantasize about this in college, right? Right, and I, now I mean, it's happening. And it's happening. And I've never told someone to do that. I never said, oh, when you wear this, wear it with X, Y, and Z, X, Y, and Z. So uh, over time, this customer is wearing it like this. Oh, this person's posted in their and on top of the, you know in their Range Rover or whatever the case. Be. So the customer, that customer is it's it's connecting. We're just now starting, but it's the pieces are connecting. But I think for myself, it feels like you know manifestation is real. Right. Um, I think that you know intention is important, and you know. When we design, when, we, when when products are being created, everything is so very careful, right? We so careful down to the to the centimeter. It's so careful, and I think the customers are picking up on that. So, so we're calling you Solomon now, okay? Because you pay for they pay a lot of money for that name. Okay, okay? right, fair. Solomon, you got a lot of shit going on. Right, TV movie two thousand twenty three. Yes, I know you got a lot of shit going on, but what can you talk about? Okay, so. Well, I can say that, you know, I was blessed with this opportunity to work with one of the lead um, curators, stylists of series okay. um, that releases next month. Wow. So stay tuned for that. And basically, I was brought on board to design the tracksuits for that um, network series. So we're excited. It's definitely on brand for us because, you know, that's who our target customer is. It's like the athletes and so on and so forth. So that's exciting. And not only... You know, did we you know design the tracksuits? But um, several of the main characters are wearing some of our like favorite pieces that are on the website. So, do they have? Is, I'm gonna see my body bags on there because you know I got a black and a brown one now. You do. Um, I don't think the body bags are on the show, but the backpacks are. Okay. The backpacks are on the show. Okay, so we go say to we can't reveal the name, but definitely if you follow on IG, follow him, follow me. We definitely gonna be. Hyping that up. People will be riding the wave to posting it, retagging. Every time somebody posts your so shit and tag you, I want you to repost it. Well, of course. Because niggas need to make yeah. sure y'all pay for that subscription. It's crazy because like when you're on social media, a lot of people associate people who are vocal about issues or 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 you know, situations that they're going to as problematic, right? Right. And it's so crazy because you, you know, it, you lose two ways. One, you're being impacted by a situation, and then when you vocalize it, it's like, oh, don't work with that person because they're problematic, right? Right. So I would say, you know, there's just, like, a lot of disparities within our community, right? And, you know, I know you and I had a conversation to where it's like, you know, even if the business made a million dollars, I'm still going to speak to the disparities of the things that we go to because for me it's not – it's for me it's not about the money uh, solely. It's just about the mindset. Right. And, and, you know, even though I'm one person, I feel like I'm fixated on trying to change that mindset as much as I can, right? Right. And I do that by really going above and beyond when it comes to, like, creating things that can make an impact, right? right. Over, like, some things are just, you know, overly designed, right? I mean, to the T, like, even the, the body bags, you got these monogram panels on the side and the lining in the inside and the hardware, you know, there's a lot of time and attention that goes into these things but not only do i do that because obviously i want to sell the product but i want to show that we can be black luxury as well right right and we don't always have to lean on you know these foreign brands to define what it is that it needs to be luxury um and you know you know i made a post like i think last week where you know i said that you know it's crazy that you know you know Black people sometimes we indulge and we post on social media like people fighting or you right. know like and there's no you know no slight to like the Krishan and um, Blueface Blue no no slight to that well, we get it right but it's like we just we lean so heavily into that culture and we promote you know. Things that don't necessarily put us in the best light. Right. And then when we have 
those entities and those businesses to say, you know what, I want to redefine and I actually want to, I want to create something that puts us in a, in, in a positive light, right? Something that we could take pride in. And I don't, sometimes I don't feel like that is not a priority and it should be, I think, and it should be a priority. It, sh- it should be a priority for all of us, right? We should all, we should all be able to come to the table and feel like we're respected and not always be the class clown. Right. Right. Um, so, you know, I would say that is like one of the disparities, but then, you know, then you have the conversation of, oh, you know, and this is a good one. Oh, you know, why are not, why we don't have black brands in these high end spaces and why we don't have black luxury designers and yada, 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 Virgil blow this, Virgil, Virgil, this, da, da, da. Well, you know, Virgil got picked up by Louis Vuitton, right? Right. So even in that space, it's like you guys were not valuing Virgil until he was nominated by a white. Yeah. And why can't one black person say this other black person and it, and it be recognized in the same way? Right. So for me, that's a little frustrating, but I would say that, you know, um, you know, like moving into these spaces and then, you know, you have everyone talking about, oh, well, you know, why, you know, why we don't have blacks in this certain spaces. But, but when you do have entities or individuals who try to get to those spaces, you, it's so much negative backlash. Oh, you know, like some of the comments, you know, I try not to read all this stuff. Keep in mind, I would say 85% of the feedback is positive, right? Right. And, you know, I appreciate the, the, the 80, I mean, I appreciate the positive feedback, but I do look at, you know, it's the guilty pleasure to see what the naysayers are saying. Granted, the naysayers are people that I don't know or don't know the business or like trolls or whatever. But it's, you know, some of the, the feedback that I got is, oh, he's a sellout. And for me, that was probably one of the most hurtful conversations comments that i've i've gotten because i feel like everything that i've done up, up until this point is for our people right right um and you're telling me that because my price point sits in this group that means that i'm selling out no black people have disposable income we do <laughs> they have it in fact they're like in the top 10 percent of i think we're the highest yeah. consumers in the country absolutely yeah absolutely so that, that's the customer that that's the customer that I'm targeting, right? I'm right. not targeting fashion over, and I'm not targeting Forever Twenty One and H and M and yada yada yada, right? But you know, I feel like again, like I feel like everything that I've done is intentional to to really put us in a great light. But again, luxury is a certain price point, as you right. know. You know, you're not gonna you're not gonna spend five thousand dollars on a, a designer box and get a designer box when you're buying a ten dollar t shirt. Financially, it just doesn't make any sense. Right. So, you know, I would say that, you know, we harp on us not being in those spaces. Systemic racism and yada, yada, yada. We don't have those opportunities. But you guys or people are not really being intuitive enough to see those who are trying to make those efforts, you know? Right. And again, for myself, you know, this has never been about me feeling like, oh, I'm the it person, Right. Because, I mean, realistically speaking, to be completely honest, if it, if I had it my way, you know, I would have been designing for somebody else. Like, I would have been designing for a, a a major brand, collecting a check, minding my business, and 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 doing everything that everybody else is doing, right? Right. Um, until I realized, like, like, golly, it's so hard to get into this, this industry, right? You know, I felt like even in college, I was so exceptional in the things that I was doing, right? And, you know, being in, you know, being in newspapers and being in articles and, and doing fashion shows and doing all of that and feeling like with all that being said, you know, and all of that and still not having the opportunity to design for in the corporate space, which is why I, you know, created Selling Lawrence, whatever, so I can have that outlet for creativity. But in the heart of hearts, I never want someone to experience the hardships that I've had to experience, right? Right. Cause it's taken years for me to get to this point, 11 years, Wow! you know, for me to, to get here and we're just now scratching the surface. And for me, like, you know, I never want upcoming designers to go through what I went through. And if I can create a platform, um, for them to increase, you know, express their creativity, so be it, you know? Um, so I think that's why I do it. Right. right. That's, that's the whole ultimate goal. Um, you know, and I, again, like I, you know, I had a conversation with my dad and, 
you know, we talked about it. And I'm like, you know, I'm, I want, I wish I, there was somebody for me to lean on, right? right? I wish there was some, you know, avenue for me to explore. And he's like, you know, well, you need to, well, you have to create it. And if I have to be the tool, the table, right? If I have to be the table, yeah, for people to come sit at, then so be it. Yeah. But in order for me to 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 build the table, the support, I can't build it by myself, right? You know, I can't I can't build it by my own sort and support is needed to be had, you know. I definitely feel you on that. Uh, create your own opportunity. Create your own space. Build your own table. Right. I mean, this is what I did. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, you're doing it. You did it. So I definitely. <sighs> the exhaustion. I, that's so funny because, like, that's the advice I give to everybody, you know, who's trying to break into whatever business. I gave somebody who's an actor or trying to be an actor. Like, how can I? I'm like, dude, I said, you got your phone. Yeah. You know how to write. Start making some skits. You know what I mean? Make your YouTube. and Because when we were doing casting, we were looking for people who were self-developed talent. Yeah, I see. You see what I'm saying? So you got to build your table. You got to create your own opportunity. And with that, other opportunity is going to come. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And that's where the success is. What should our listeners do ASAP? So our listeners should uh, check out our website at SolomonLawrence.com. Um, follow us on Instagram at Solomon Lawrence or the SL official. Okay. What's the business page? And if you are new here, you know all that information is going to be located in the description of this episode. I'm not Sean Allen everywhere. If you are new here, make sure you follow wherever you listen to podcasts. See you guys on the next. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. Warbyparker.com covered. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.